What is going on, everybody? It's just Jimmy Leonard here to, on another podcast. Um, it's been a minute, obviously. Hopefully, you guys had a uh, wonderful Thanksgiving. Ate a lot of greens, mac and cheese, ham, every single thing on your plate, yams. I don't don't know. But hopefully, you had enough <laughs> to suffice yourself with all your food choices, as well as, most importantly, hanging out with your family and friends. And, you know, even after all that... Hopefully did some shopping, maybe took advantage of some sales, because there was a bunch out there. And if enough you didn't do it Black Friday, you had Cyber Monday. Especially since, like I said before, you have a lot of these stores that do especially Cyber Monday throughout the week. So there's plenty of chances out here for some sales. So regardless, hopefully you guys have yourself, above all else, a great Thanksgiving vacation. Alright, and shout out to the people who had to work during those time frames. I envying you because it couldn't be me <laughs> it couldn't be me I, I swear i mean doing retail like that that's that's gonna be the toughest thing to do in there i mean i know the pay had to be great but it always with that chaos with the i hope it wasn't chaotic for you hopefully you had a great time after all that at least especially if you were at certain places that have thanksgiving off hopefully you took the opportunity to do what you need to do that day because like, I'll imagine you'd probably be swamped after that entire day. So, um, also, too, I happen to be out of town and around my neighborhood. Um, this probably also was around um, the news, uh, but definitely nationally um, for, um, you know, um, in my area of all places in Virginia. And this happened to be in Chesapeake. Um, there was a shooting that happened at the uh, Walmart in Chesapeake, and it happened right when we were out of state, you know, and there was a lot of everything that was going on. Um, there was a shooting that happened there, and there was, a, unfortunately, there were some people that were tragically lost within that Walmart, um, and it was unfortunate to hear about the individuals, the six individuals who happened to have lost their life a senseless act of violence that happened amongst this individual who eventually got arrested for doing that but he also basically killed himself technically um before anybody was about to get arrested before they were able to arrest him and the individuals that i do want to bring attention to would be by their names and forgive me if i mispronounce any of them too it would be randy belton's fernando jesus chavez baron Lorenzo Gamble, Tanika Johnson, Brian Pendleton, and Keeley Piley. Um, you know, I thought, and you know, my thoughts and prayers go out to their family. Um, from that, uh, my thoughts and prayers go out to the community area here in Virginia as well as within Chesapeake. Um, I was appalled when I heard that and I saw that. And of course, all my family members were asking me, it's like, Jim, you're near that area, right? It's like, I mean, I'm not that far, um, but it's still within the seven cities of uh, Virginia. You know what I mean? I was seeing posts online, friends of mine who was not even that far away from the um, action that was happening over at that Walmart. I mean, it was obviously so bad that it went all over in national news. I just couldn't believe that this has actually happened. And this happened a couple days before Thanksgiving. 
Um, so that was um, that was really one of the things that would hurt me the most about what had happened. It was just the way how it happened. So I haven't been over in that section. Um, I I haven't seen it. I, they have closed it down anyway for obviously reasons. Um, and you know because of everything that was going on so I don't know more than that they're still investigating as we speak but those are the names that happen to be unfortunately be brought up from this shooting and they're still keeping coverage over it too as well so my thoughts and prayers go out to them as I transition now to the gaming section um, the um, PlayStation we're gonna start off with PlayStation Within PlayStation, there is going to be free games that's going on within the month of December, as we all know when it comes to PlayStation Plus. Um, hopefully, you were able to take advantage of, of course, November's games that are still out here, which is going to be pretty much available until roughly around that December 6th date. Um, you're talking about with the Neo 2, Lego, Harry Potter Collection, and Heavenly Bodies. Once December 6th hits, then you will have between December 6th and January 3rd to get these games. And this are Mass Effect Legendary Edition, Biomutant, and Divine Knockout. Yep, so Biomutant and Divine Knockout, you can also get on the PS5. But um, pretty much all of them are on PS4. So if you want to, you can also have the ability to have Mass Effect. So, which is interesting because they were even doing, you know, a whole remake of it, basically, in a sense. Um, and Biomutant. I have not played Biomutant. It looked pretty cool when I saw some trailers and some screenshots over it. It's pretty interesting. It's kind of more or less like a, um, I guess what you want to call it, like a uh, fighting third-person, not third-person arena, but the first, like, fighting RPG gaming within Kung Fu but it's like all these animals mutant and everything like that. Um, so it's kind of interesting, kind of different twist to it. Um, then you have Divine Knockout. Now that's an arena game. Um, so you definitely could play that. Um, you could play as like these godly powers of fighters that have like powers like Hercules and Thor and everything like that. So you can do it just like any other fighting game where you have one-on-one -on -one or three-on-three type of multiplayer gaming so you have that option as well so those are options for you but they will not come out until December 6 so be on the lookout for that for free yep also I want to bring attention to a certain individual today because um, through this recording today this person um, has a birthday today and I'm just thought I'll give you guys a little bit of a fun fact here um, that maybe get you to thinking a little bit if you didn't already know this already. Um, this individual's birthday today, 82nd birthday, is Gerald Anderson Lawson. He was an American electronic engineer. He's best known working for the Fairchild F Channel F video game console, as well as the leading team that pioneered the commercial video game cartridge. What I mean by is the fact that he is basically the leading person that happened to make the video game cartridge. That's cool, right? Yeah, um, if you didn't know about that, you can go ahead and look him up. I'm saying his name again. Jerry Lawson. His first name technically be called by is Gerald Anderson Lawson. So 
that's pretty cool. So if you happen to have any cartridges or if you're old enough to tell if you have kids or cousins or whatnot to tell them about, you know, the cartridges and whatnot, that's a very interesting fact to tell you if you didn't already know that as well. And that's huge, especially African-American too. <laughs> that's pretty cool. And, you know, he can pretty much be dubbed as the father of video game cartridges, basically. And in fact, the Black Enterprise Magazine, they did establish that back in 1982. So I was like, that's pretty cool. And then eventually he left and had his own video game company called Video Soft. So, yeah, all those all those um, cartridges, you know, all of them. That's thanks to that man right there, you know. So that's pretty cool. That's a pretty cool little fun fact for you guys if you guys did not know about that. So, yeah. <laughs> Um, but outside of that, that's kind of all I got really right now for the video game section. I know right now we're in this month now where the Game Awards is going on. And so definitely be looking out for that as well. You know, of course, you know, there's going to be some awards that's going to be given out for the games. And this comes out December 8th on Thursday. So, you know, you're going to have a lot of games be up there. You know, you got some Game of the Year nominees such as Xenoblade 3. You know, you're talking about... Elden Ring, yeah, Elden Ring, not surprised considering in fact how big that was, heck, you're gonna get God of War Ragnarok up here, and that game came out roughly, like, literally this this month, last month, so, it's already up there for game of the year, so, definitely, you know, there's a lot of games out here, you know, you got mobile games with Apex Legends, you got Marvel Snap, and then you got, you know, a lot of different ones, ongoing games, like Final Fantasy, you got Fortnite, Destiny 2, Apex Legends. So there's a lot. Sports racing games, you got Gran Turismo, you got 2K23. I mean, now the multiplayer game must be interesting though. They got Marvel for 2, Multiverse, Splatoon 3, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge, and Overwatch 2. Yeah, that's kind of tough, right? Uh, <laughs> because a lot of them are pretty fun in multiplayer, so it, it honestly could go anywhere, to be honest with you. Um, of course, there's also some um, rewards for esports players, esports games, RPGs. They even threw in Pokemon Arceus in there, you know, so that's that's pretty cool. Art direction, narrative, community, community support, independent game. Like, definitely I would give it to Shifu. Like, that that right there, whew, that was a fun game. Fun game indeed. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I'm shocked that, I mean, right now they're trying to kind of help promote some stuff with Sonic. Um, they think they're trying to have Sonic into one of the, like, the, the player's voice nominees. So, you know, we'll see. Because they have, like, it's crazy, because they go through different rounds to vote. So you gotta make sure you vote for who you want. Not just saying for Sonic Forces. I mean, Sonic Frontier, excuse me, but to, um, you know, there's a lot of games and you want to put your vote out there. So, yeah. And for the player's voice, you know, you're talking Elden Ring, God of War, Shrey, you got Minecraft, Horizon Forbidden West, Call of the Lamb, Xenoblade 3, Genshin Impact, and Shifu, and of course, Sonic Frontiers. So, it's, it's crazy. Um, yeah, man. So that that's that's gonna be tough, but I want Sonic to keep going because <laughs> the game is fun. 
the game is fun um actually speaking of sonic frontiers as well there is going to be some games of or more or less updates for the game going into 2023 um there's going to be i guess looks like it's going to be maybe tiers three sets of tiers going throughout 2023 um this could be a mix of basically having the photo mode if you ever played spider-man the ps4 version you can have peter actually go ahead and take screenshots if you pause the game you can actually take screenshots of what you're doing and you get to actually go ahead and take a photo it could be anything wacky <laughs> so sonic i guess can do that somehow in the world that he have a camera <laughs> It just happened to have a camera next to him. I was like, oh, just nonchalant, you know? Then he can have also some other challenges within the story mode with the um, story missions, um, some of the uh, cyberspace mo um, levels as well. Uh, a, a new Coco, a, a new different, there's different other gameplays and other abilities to be shown in there. But then also the biggest one, I think we can all agree with if you saw it, was I guess whenever they release this, which it wouldn't surprise me if it be towards the end of next year, they're gonna have playable characters. <laughs> More playable characters. I'm looking like, yes! But they're also gonna have a new story along with that game too. So that's gonna be very interesting how they're gonna do continuing Sonic Frontiers. If you played it, I don't wanna spoil anything, but if you played it, you can actually see possibly where maybe they might have a continuation of the story we'll see maybe a new whole new story no continuation it could just be a whole brand new story mixed with them you know what i'm saying uh so that's gonna be pretty cool I i'm very excited they that's what they really needed to do in the beginning but you know it's okay at least they actually listened right could you imagine if they put besides like tails knuckles and possibly amy in there like could you put silver in there could you put shadow blaze up in there yo That'd be wild, right? <laughs> I'm just saying, especially with Silver. I mean, last time this man has been in like in a big game like this, probably with Sonic 06, as flat as that game was, uh, you really that's the only time you saw him use really much of his powers. But here, in an open zone type of game like this, bruh. <laughs> it'd be like a cheat, you'd be having like being a walking cheat code, basically. But anyway, enough about that. But that's that's where they're gonna have so, um, yeah, you know that. So look forward to the game awards coming out next week. You already know, like I said before, you're gonna probably have a lot of announcements. What can I expect? Um, I could probably expect, um, we'll probably get more information with Street Fighter Six. I feel like we're gonna get some more characters gonna be announced in there because we haven't heard much lately in terms of new characters from Street Fighter Six. Uh, Tekken, whew, that's another one. Tekken 8, because Tekken 8 was pretty much shown off at Evo back in August, and then what? He said, say he said, get ready. And then next, you know, next month after that, then they actually showed, you know, the whole beginning part of Jin and Kazuya facing each other on the crisp, beautiful picture that is on the PS5. I was like, bruh, that being powered through PS5 is gonna be nutty. So. Um, I don't know what they're gonna show off on that. If they do, they may show the continuation storyline from Tekken 7. I mean, because if you remember from Tekken 7, if you played it, you basically know that, well, allegedly, supposedly, Heiachi's dead. Now, of course, we if you've been around the block with Tekken, you know this man has come back from the dead too many times. Kazuya's another one. Jin, uh, 
I mean, I, I don't think Jen really was dead. It just pretty much just went MIA. He just flew somewhere else. Like, he just disappeared out of the mist. You know what I'm saying? Like, going to Tekken 5, you had this man just, like, turn into the double gen and just flew out the building. Right? And then he comes Tekken 6. There he is right there. And then, you know, turn around, you got, um, you know, I don't know, like, seven. Yeah, I mean, he was definitely missing it in the game, like, in the storyline. He was obviously playable in these games, but in terms of the storyline of Tekken 7, that man was just, like, missing. Just out of the whole picture itself. Um, but now, it's going to be circled around now, Jin and Kazuya. Which makes it very interesting, because at least with them two, they both have double Jin powers. Heiachi never did, but, you know, that's a whole long story I ain't gonna bore y'all with. Y'all just can find it and look it up. <laughs> you guys can all look it up if y'all want to. Um, but that's gonna be very interesting how they're gonna do this. So, with all that being said, I don't know what's gonna be shown off before that game, but hopefully they show something, right? So I expect that game to be expected to be shown. Um, could I show a wild card? A new Super Smash game? No, stop. <laughs> I, I think software might want to take a break from that uh, for a little bit. But then again, we all said the same thing about Smash Wii U after that was finished. And about four years, possibly after the fact, this man decided to say, hey, let's have a game come out in 2018. I'm like, what? <laughs> the game came out for the Wii U in 2014. And there was still ongoing DLC. I think the DLC ended like, I think around 2015, something like that. Because Bayonetta, I believe, was the last character. And then you thought they were finished, and then a couple years later, it's like, bam, there's another one. So, who knows? Um, so, they could show that off. They could show more stuff, probably, for God of War. They might throw some more extra stuff for it. Um, I think, what other game? Um, I wouldn't say, you know, Breath of the Wild, because they already did stuff with that. Um, they already showed that off with the new title and everything, so... Um, I don't know. I don't know what could I possibly expect from that. I mean, there could be anything thrown at. Um, I could see maybe another Marvel vs. Capcom game. That'd be nice. Hopefully. That'd be, that'd be really nice. Um, shooting game-wise, uh... I don't know. some guesses as we go into December 8th so I don't know that's really interesting to think about but if anything comes up I may pop it up in here a little bit or maybe somewhat in the comment section who knows but in any case we're gonna keep it moving give you guys something to think about yourselves to see maybe what you guys would like to see in the game awards show Anything's possible. Anything's fair game in this place. But that's pretty much about it for the gaming section. We're going to turn around and go into the sports section. And uh, we'll go from there. And we're back. So the next thing is on is sports. Um, I gotta give a shout out to the USA men's national soccer team right now as they're going through the World Cup right now. They're playing within the group of Group B, 
with England, Iran, or excuse me, my fault, Iran and Wales. Um, because they, you know, Iran want to make sure that, you know, we pronounce the name correctly. But, you know, to all my fellow listeners out there too, you know what I'm saying? It's fair game because USA is, uh, we're coming out here to win. All right. Love y'all, but we're coming to win. All right. So right now, I mean, USA right now got at least one win and a couple draws. And, um, yeah, I know tomorrow they goes against Netherlands around 10 a.m. So that is going to be very interesting as a match. Because in effect, they have two wins on their belt and one draw. So we'll see. I mean, I know we, I think we as players, I think we got some, I think we got some injuries, I think, I believe, too, as well. Um, so that's, that's what's going on there as well. So we'll hopefully see how we go from there and move from that point on too. So I thought I would, you know, give them some props out there and shout out to y'all. Uh, moving on to the NBA. We got some games going on throughout this evening as well. Um, we have some stuff going on here. Uh, record wise, standing wise, you know, Celtics right now is still leading the Eastern Conference right now, right now. It's about probably a back and forth um, situation with the Bucks. So, but the Bucks only about a couple games behind them. So, surprisingly, the Celtics are up. not surprising, but you know they did go to the finals last year. So, you know, but you know, still early in the season. We'll see. And then as for the Western Conference, we all know how tough that conference is. Right now, the Suns are leading right now with um, about a game lead in front of the Nuggets, but the Pelicans ain't that far away. How about that? The Pelicans. The Pelicans. Zion's balling out there, too, so I'm glad seeing him playing the way he's playing, and the Grizzlies are not too far from them. Clippers, the Kings, number six. (sighs) The Lakers, uh, 13. So, you know, and the Trailblazers, at one point, they were ahead in there. Now they're 11-11, tied in with the Warriors and the Timberwolves right now. So, Jazz is number seven. So, and the Spurs, unfortunately, is up there down there with the Rockets as they're both pretty much struggling from the 14th and the 15th spot. So, Dallas is out of that. Texas group are pretty much a little bit not too far away from the Spurs and the Rockets, but they're up there. As for the East, of course, my Knicks, eh, we're number 10. But, you know, again, it's still early in the season. You know, you know, anything's possible. Cavaliers, you know, still a team to be looking out for as well. The Brooklyn Nets, you know, you know, hanging in there. You know, they're eighth spot, but they're hanging in there right now. So we'll see. Um, and for the Heat and the Bulls, it's kind of interesting seeing them kind of down there, kind of down there at the bottom right now. Um, so I'm kind of intrigued to see exactly what they're going to do for that. And, um, you know, go from there. Now, moving on to the games that's going on tonight. You have the Wizards and the Hornets. I'll probably give that one. I'll probably give it to Bradley Beal and the Wizards. We'll see what they might be able to do. Raptors and the Nets. So I'll probably give that to the Nets. Lakers and Bucks. Bucks. And that's at 730. And the Nuggets and the Hawks. Nuggets. Magic and Cavaliers. The Cavaliers. Heat and Celtics. Celtics. 76ers and the Grizzlies. I'll probably give that one to the Grizzlies for that one. They're at home at 8 o'clock. As well as for the Pelicans and the Spurs. The Pelicans. 8. Pacers and Jazz. Jazz. Rockets and Suns. Suns. The Warriors and the Bulls. 
which starts at 10. The Warriors. Warriors, come out and play. Yay. <laughs> and the Mavericks and the Knicks, they do play tomorrow around 12 p.m. I'll root for my Knicks. Yeah. We're going to go ahead and shut them down. It might be a close game, but... Yeah, I got faith in them, you know what I'm saying? We got we to gotta do something here. Especially since we're also going to be getting close to the holiday season, as we are pretty much in that month. You know, everybody's going to be shopping and going nuts. And hopefully you guys are putting up your Christmas tree and your lights and stuff like that. But they're also going to have some games for them as well. But we'll talk about that on a later date, too. But, you know, definitely look out for these teams as they're going to play here for Christmas. So... Yeah. Um, the other thing too to mention as well is the whole situ- situation thing with what's going on with the. Um, there was a post that was up there with LeBron James when he talked about to the media um, about why they didn't ask him a question um, about what was going on with Jerry Jones and the whole situation where he was found on a photo around roughly what 14 to 15 age and. You know, he was in this little white, um, like, segregationist group that he was in. Uh, I'm not saying I don't know if he did anything or I don't know. He sure didn't say anything. He kept this buried for years and years, and now it's coming out. And he's still haven't said anything yet. Um, yeah. And the thing about it was that LeBron, as using his platform... You know, came in there and came to Kyrie's defense because it's right. You know, any other time, you know, they will get on any players that's up there right now. And he they would have basically would talk about, um, you know, you know, hey, what's going on with this player here? What's this player doing? And it said they never ask about. Jerry Jones, not one question. Now, people might say, oh, that's a football question. Like, no, that's that's still a situational piece there. I mean, there was times they were talking about, they talked about other sports to these players as well. And they had to answer them to the best of their ability. Um, yeah. Um, so that's what happened. And so LeBron told him, he said, you know, if, you know, have that same energy when they're trying to get on Jerry Jones about that situation instead of, you know, Kyrie, you know, Kyrie did what he did, but also, you know, cause he's also making up for that time as well. And he's actually doing what he can to actually, you know, make, I don't know if I'm going to say make amends, but for what he was been saying within that community, within the Jewish community and everything that was going wrong for him and what he was doing during that time frame, they wanted him, they wanted that same energy going with Jerry Jones in terms of what taking his own ownership or taking action for what he's done to just like what Kyrie's doing right now. Um, because of his anti, because of Kyrie's anti-Semitic co- um, comments and everything too. Cause at least with Kyrie right now, he's, making up for that he's trying to make an understanding of what's going on and what his comments were and how hurtful they were within that community as well so with Jerry Jones he hasn't said anything 
So that's why he has to be held to a certain standard. Now, some people were saying that he should be fired. Um, I mean, really, he is the owner. The only ones that can really fire is the ones if they have a whole group or community of people to vote on getting him fired or the higher-ups in the NFL organization to actually get him fired for that. Either which way, Jerry got to speak out at some point. So he can't run away from this. <laughs> He's been running away from it for a while, but now this time, whew, nope. So just better not caught. He better not be caught slipping because someone's gonna ask him a question the minute he stepped foot out in public about it. Um, but like he said too, I mean, he quotes about it. He said, um, "You know, LeBron James said when I watch Kyrie talk, he says, I know who I am." But I want to keep the same energy when we're talking about my people and the things that we've been through. And that Jerry Jones photo is one of the moments that our people, black people, have been through in America. And I feel like as a black man, as a black athlete, as someone with power and a platform, when we do wrong or something that people don't agree with, it's on every single tabloid, every single news coverage. It's on the bottom ticker. It's asked about every single day. But it seems like to me that the whole Jerry Jones situation photo, and I know it was years and years ago, and people make mistakes. We all make mistakes. I get it. But it seems like it's just been buried under, like, oh, it happened. Okay, we just move on. And I guess, and I was just kind of disappointed that I haven't received that question from you guys. And he walked out. Somebody was trying to say something, but he's like, nope, mm-mm. He walked out just like that. So, Yeah. And he's right. The same. He has to have the same. He has to have the show in the same energy, just like we were getting on Kyrie. At least with, like I said, with least with Kyrie, he's making steps of progression to help fill that void that he happened to commit when he talked about his comments. So I don't know. We don't know what that means for the Cowboys. We don't know about what's going to going on within that organization um how everybody else feels about that too i know there were some talks i know on first take that they talked about it too as well so yeah lebron left the mic drop just like that for his comp for um the comp for the action that jerry jones was doing so yep and going on to the nfl on top of that there are going to be some games that's going to be going on within this week Deshaun Watson comes back this week so he goes against the Texans and that's going to be interesting to see it's going to be a lot of booing it's going to be um, for what I told the um, the ones that happened to get you know in the cold spiel with the whole thing with Deshaun Watson they're going to be out there watching too so it's going to be a very interesting uh, game come that week um but that we all knew this week was happening. We all knew. And it's happening. And um, from yesterday, you had the Bills and the Patriots that went against each other. Uh, the Bills came in there. They were going back and forth, a little bit of struggling. The Patriots were making some kind of movement. But at the end of the day, the, break, the Bills happened to make a move from the Bills to win it 24-10. You have the Packers and the Bears. They're going against each other on Sunday at 1. i probably give that one to the Packers. I'll see about that because the Packers against the Bears, they've been pretty much beating them the last couple of years. So, 
Uh, even though right now the Packers are kind of struggling throughout this season, they're kind of hopefully won't be struggling enough to go against the Bears this season to hopefully keep that streak going. Then you got the Steelers and the Falcons. Uh, I'll probably give that one to the Steelers. Yeah, the Jets and Vikings, as much as I want to see the Jets do win, the Vikings might give them the stomp. The Jaguars and the Lions. Well, after coming off of a win, beating the Ravens, after failing to get a field goal, I mean, seriously, they let them they let them win. I mean, the Ravens had that in the bag, and you let them get a two-point attempt, and then they try to do a field goal, which, you know, obviously is the right thing to do. The kick was good. It was lined up correctly, but they pretty much the ball went under the goalpost. I was like, yeah, just short. It didn't hit the bowl. It didn't hit nothing. It just hit grass. <laughs> that's about it. That's about it. I mean, it was probably good enough for a punt, I guess, because that's exactly what that was. But the Jaguars and the Lions, uh, I'll give that one to the Jaguars, even though the Lions right now are interestingly kind of was doing pretty well so far. I don't know. But I might give this one to Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars. Yeah, the Titans and the Eagles, give that to the Eagles. And then the game we're talking about was the Browns and the Texans. Well, I would say I would give it to the Browns because the Texans ain't doing really much this season for me. Uh, I mean, last time I checked, they were like, what, 1-9-1 one and, one and, and one for a tie? Yeah, nah, not a fan. Um, then you got the Commanders and Giants. So I will give that, obviously, to the Giants. But the Commanders ain't no slouch right now. It's going to be a very interesting game. Hopefully, televise that game, to be honest with you. That, that will be a tight game. Tight game. Very tight game. Broncos and the Ravens. Hopefully, they probably redeem themselves. I, I don't know. I hate to go against Russ like that because the Ravens have been kind of been screwing up here lately. They're at home, but that's also maybe not saying much either. Um, I might get that one to the Ravens. Dolphins and the 49ers. Dolphins, Seahawks and Rams, Seahawks, Chargers and the Raiders. Well, I could throw one to the Chargers. Yeah, go to the Chargers. See what he do. We'll see what they do. Chiefs and the Bengals. That'd be a tight game too, but I will say that one will be for the Chiefs. And then around Sunday Night Football in the evening on NBC will be the Colts and the Cowboys. I hate them, but it'd probably be the Cowboys. And then the Saints and the Buccaneers on Monday on Monday Night Football on ESPN would be the Bucks. So even though <laughs> even even though they're somehow leading the division, last time I checked, <laughs> they are somehow leading their own division with probably one of. It's interesting. I haven't really seen something like this before for a record like they have in a minute with a losing record of five and six. Because I'm telling you right now, the Falcons, they're five and seven. The Panthers are four and eight. And the Saints are four and eight. So obviously none of them are above 500. But the Bucks, other than the Falcons, not even the Falcons really, it's just the Bucks. They get a closer chance of at least making the 500 mark. And yet they're leading the NFC South. It's wild, I know. <laughs> it's, it's the wildest thing. So, you know, but um, yeah. 
as we all try to get into the course within the playoffs and trying to figure out who's going to be in the wild card, who's going to be the division leaders, and someone on the horse still in the hunt to try to get into the playoffs. It's going to be wild. I mean, honestly, it could be anybody's game. It's, you know, it's it's pretty tight. Pretty tight. It could be anything. And we all know about wild cards. It's just random stuff is going to happen in a wild card situation. So, but yeah, so definitely keep your, keep your eyes glued on that TV screen come this weekend. So with all that being said, that is all I got right now for the podcast. I want to say thank you guys for listening. And again, hopefully you guys had yourselves a wonderful Thanksgiving and you guys stay safe out here in this cold. Hopefully you guys put up again, the lights in the Christmas tree and, um, yeah. And above all else do the Christmas shopping. Cause you know, Hey, you gotta talk to Santa and be like, yo, Santa, oh, you know, I'm on the nice list, the naughty list. You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah, I try to do some negotiation with him. You know what I'm saying? All things like that. So yeah, if anybody, the kids are going to be basically going to be doing their best to make sure they are on the nice list. <laughs> So, um, but yeah, I hope you guys have a good one and I'll talk to you guys next time. Later.